Thank you. I'll just start with something, uh, uh, just a little bit uh, off the script, kind of, although I have a script here. If you can start the day without caffeine or pet pills, I'll bet you some of this may have heard this. If you can be cheerful, ignoring aches and pains, if you can resist complaining and boring people with your troubles, if you can eat the same food every day and be grateful for it, if you can understand when loved ones are too busy to give you time, if you can overlook when people take things on, people take things out on you when through no fault of yours something goes wrong, if you can take criticism and blame without resentment, if you can face the world without lies and deceit, if you can conquer tension without medical help, if you can relax without liquor, if you can sleep without the aid of drugs, if you can do all of these things, you are probably the family dog. <laughs> Rosie and Peaches, as some of you know, Rosie and Peaches. Okay, I just had to do it. You know, Jesus, uh, at the beginning of that reading, kind of unexpectedly, I think, affirms the authority of the scribes and the Pharisees. I mean, he's in the habit uh, of pointing out uh, their hypocrisy and their hubris. You brood of vipers, he would say to them all. They don't practice what they preach. Their phylacteries are broad and their fringes long. Okay, hands, who knows what phylacteries are? A couple of people did at 8 o'clock. There's one, the only one. Who, who, who? Oh, they're back there. <laughs> Is that Jude? No, okay. Their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. He has a tendency to, uh, I think, criticize the scribes and the Pharisees as a group, all together, everybody, all of you scribes and Pharisees, you're like this. You wear your phylacteries broad. You're dying to know what that is, aren't you? We don't hear Jesus say, some of you scribes and Pharisees wear your phylacteries broad. Just says it to, like they're all doing it. I would like to believe that one or two scribes and a handful of Pharisees hear what Jesus has to say. Nicodemus, the Pharisee Nicodemus comes to mind who began to hear Jesus and become more and more uh, interested in what he had to say. And he, he uh, kind of made an appointment with him uh, in secret and went and, and talked to him, and Jesus uh, helped him understand. I'm just saying, 
They're not all the same way. A phylactery is a kind of a, a symbol, symbolic thing. This, I think, is probably still used today in maybe in the more uh, serious of uh, Jewish liturgy. Uh, and it's a, it's a box, a little box. I've seen one. It's, a, it's about that big, you know, box, wooden box. And oftentimes, it, and it has inside the box uh, little pieces of paper with scripture written on them. And it's, they wear it on their head here. Uh, and uh, there's a long uh, leather or something strap that goes with it. They wrap around their arms, and it's a symbol of their piety. So what Jesus is saying, you guys, you wear, you, you, some of you are getting a little bit bigger phylacteries, or some of you are actually maybe getting a gold-plated one, and you're starting to wear them around and, and say, look at me. You know, and that's the problem he had. In fringes, uh, apparently what I read was that, that when they wear things like this, they have, they'll have long fringes, and they were having really long fringes. And all he's saying is, you're just saying, look at me, how pious I am. So we all have our phylacteries and our fringes of one kind or another, our uniforms that we wear that make us look like something. I, I always think of a police officer who had, they have all pounds and pounds of this stuff they put on themselves. What must they feel like when they put all of that on? Uniforms, military uniforms, and there are people who are wearing decorative crosses and religious symbols. And has anybody got a direct uh, decorative cross besides me? I got one. Yep, there's a de decorative crosses back there. And we say, "Look at me. Look at me. I'm a Christian." So what happens to me? Me, personally, when I put on my clerical identity, it makes me think about that. Because in a lot of ways, Jesus is talking to me. He's talking to me. Because I wear this around. Now, I told, I've already told you, I think, what, why I wear this collar. It kills fleas for 30 days. <laughs> I told you that once already, didn't I? I remember when I was a youngster uh, going to church on Ash Wednesday. Um, and on Ash Wednesday, you know, you get this cross on your head made up with the ashes. They put cross on your head. And, I'll, and they, they always had an early Ash Wednesday service a lot of churches do. I, I think we do here. I don't know. We'll see. But I always wanted to go that to, there before I went to school so I would have the ashes on my head so everybody could see that I'd... Look at me. Look at me. That's what 
Jesus is talking about. Well, and I remember the first time I put on this collar, it happened uh, when I was uh, in seminary, and in seminary, you spend a whole semester uh, serving as a, as a chaplain in the hospital. I was at uh, Breckenridge Hospital in Austin. It was the county hospital, the big trauma center, and I was there. And uh, it certainly seemed inappropriate to all of us that we would, would wear a collar, but the, the leader of the, uh, 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 of the program encouraged us at least for a while to wear a collar just so maybe we would understand it a little bit. So, okay, so I put on my collar. And one day I'd had a really kind of a hard day. Uh, and I'll tell you, being a chaplain in a trauma center, you'll have some hard days. And I was so tired and I, I went to the parking garage to get my car. And as I drove out of the parking garage, some idiot pulled out in front of me and I signaled him with the universal unidigital signal. <laughs> you know? And that collar got so tight. I just remembered. I'd forgotten I'd had it on. Today I often forget I have it on. It's just kind of part of me. And I get special deferences in, in uh, public places, too, if I have my collar on. I've had people uh, anonymously buy my lunch in a caf caf cafe, cafe or a restaurant. Uh, and I get, in, 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 when you get in line, this is, this is a paradox here, a conundrum. I get into uh, the line at a hot breakfast, waiting for my biscuits and gravy. So, uh, so I just go to the back of the line, you know. And so someone will say, look at him, he's so pious, he goes to the back of the line. And then somebody will get me and say, take me up to the front of the line. So, Father, come up to the front of the line. And someone will say, look at him. He thinks he's so special. <laughs> yeah. And I wear this uh, liturgical finery that I wear uh, on Sunday morning. And I have to say, um, it does have an effect on me. It does. After all these years, 35 years, ever how long it's been, it still does. I just try to remember that I'm trying to bring the essence of a liturgical tradition to you, uh, along with all the other beautiful things that we do here, all the beautiful accoutrements we have, the beautiful music, all of that, all the prayers and songs are part of a liturgical tradition. And I'm just trying to be a part of it. But you know, I don't have any authority at all uh, to tell anyone what's right or what's wrong or what's bad or what's good. I do have an education and study that helps me speak in those terms. It helps us to understand the scriptures and Jesus' teachings and the way of life he wants for us. 
I like to emphasize the upside of following him, not the downside. I presume we all want to be Christians in some way or another. Why would you be here otherwise? But you know, the gospel happens within us. The gospel happens in here. And what we do uh, maybe kickstarts that, helps you remember it every week when we come together, that it happens within here. In all of the tradition we have, in all the beauty that we have, in all the phylacteries that I wear, help that. Bring a, being a Christian happens within us. So let us show our love for Christ as we care for one another. If you wear your cross, wear it for yourself. Show it to one another in our face, in our eyes, in our calm, reassuring voices, in the warm touch of healing hands. We can show it to one another. And when I speak of these things, I like to speak to all of us. Not, I, I can't tell you how many times I've taken my sermon outline on my computer and I did a little, I'll do a word search. I actually do this. I do a word search in what I've written for the word you. And I change it to we or us. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. We're going to hear more about that in just a few minutes from Charlie. Hope so. Where's Charlie? There he is. <laughs> Come on up here, Charlie.